Hello, everyone. Welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Emily Proctor. And my name is Kat Wellington. I hope everyone is having a fantastic week so far. It's Thursday. It's Drama Thursday. It's the best day of the week. Maybe Thursdays are, are starting to become my favorite day of the week because of this. I think I've always said I really like Thursdays. I don't I don't know why. And we've talked about our favorite days of the week, and it's not an interesting conversation, but like, where are you at right now with that? <laughs> right. No, I, I, I totally understand. I don't know. I just feel like once you get over Wednesday, like it's basically the weekend. So that's why I like Thursdays. Yeah. yeah. Fridays are um, kind of a scary day for me, I feel like. What? I don't know. I love Saturdays and Sundays, of course. But there's something about like the tone of just Friday. Like I almost prefer a Thursday. I mean, that's fucking crazy. And I I'm, I won't get into it. I but maybe that's because I don't it. have a corp job. That's true. Yeah. Mm, that's that's so true. I mean, Friday, like even my commute to work doesn't bother me because it's Friday. Yeah. And like everyone's vibes in an office are so different on Fridays. Like it's so good, you know? Yeah. And for me, no one's even in my office. So I have my whole office to myself. It's amazing. I don't know. I mean, I do. I do. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, Emily, how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm doing good. I actually I got to work from home today, which is such a treat. Um, you know, like when you're in an office full time, me saying this to you who works from your house. Mm-hmm. Um, but for my commuting girls out there, um, when you get the text from your boss or HR, whoever, and they're like, work from home today, like weather's bad or something, it is like waking up and finding out school is canceled for the day. Um I usually don't check my work messages too, but I just happened to check it this morning. Got to stay home from work. So got to hang out with Nyla all day. I had the house to myself. It was wow. such a treat. I did that work. It's so fun. It is basically the same day as like, or the same thing as school getting canceled. No, pretty much. And the best thing about it was that it was for like rain and wind. <laughs> so that's what I was going to ask. Like what's going on? Just wind? Um, yeah, I get like 50 mile an hour winds on the East coast, lots of rain. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm totally fucking fine. (laughs) I didn't have to leave my house. So yeah, you look cozy and safe and such. Yeah. Yeah. To stay in my PJs, didn't have to like put any makeup on, didn't have to do my hair. It was, it was a wonderful day. Okay, great. Uh, I feel like it's finally getting a little bit colder here, which sucks because it's like right when you guys are coming. Yeah. Uh, but it's still not bad. Like, I was still in shorts and a t-shirt today. Today was actually the first time I ventured outside in about three days because I was just so sick, which I – you know how I just ignore sickness always? hmm Like, not – obviously not during, like – like, not in a way of, like, getting other people sick. But, like, my own sickness, I try to just, like, push through and act normal. Uh-huh. But I really wasn't able to. And we were just talking about how everyone is sick. And then I got sick, which was really fucking annoying because I was trying yeah. to just ignore that I was with someone that was sick, you know? I think I kind of spoke that into existence. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry <laughs> I got you sick. Yeah, no, you're good. You virtually got me sick. The funny thing is, is that the guy that did get me sick, he was talking about how he was like, it's so funny because everyone that's from the West Coast, if I ever tell them, like, I'm sick, which, by the way, he didn't know he was sick when I was with him and I didn't know he was sick. So it wasn't like a purposeful thing. But he was like, everyone just immediately like quarantines and like tries to stay away from you. But he was like, all mm-hmm. the East Coast people just like are like, it's fine. It's like not a big deal. <laughs> Leave their house, go to the grocery store, go work Well, not out, even that. Gym. He was just like, why do you like you were so nice about it. And I was like, well, what am I going to fucking do? Like, I was already with you. It's fine. That's like, so funny. I, And I also, I was like, I don't get sick. So it's fine, obviously. Of course. And then it's I got a, a mental okay. thing. Yeah. Well, anyway. you look wonderful. Thank you. Today's the first day I like was able to. Yesterday, I got like a burst of energy at night. And that's when I went TikTok live. But I also was like coughing the entire time, which was embarrassing because you know how I cough like a toddler with my tongue in like a loop. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was doing that off frame. But yeah, I have I have makeup on for the first time since like Thursday, which obviously isn't that long, but it feels good after being like sick and you know. Yeah, I stayed in all weekend, so I didn't do like my hair or makeup or anything. And I wasn't gonna drink for the first two weeks of January, like until we come to California, but I think I have to do something this weekend, like solely for the purpose of getting ready, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could get ready and go out and not drink. Yeah, I could. 
I could. You're right. I absolutely could, but I don't really want to do that. So yeah, I mean, I I'm not doing anything dry. I'll all. probably. I mean, maybe I'll do like a damp a damp weekend. I have no plans. I mean, Kyle's going out of town, so I don't even know who these plans will be with. They're fake, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. So how was um your past weekend? What did you... Oh, you were... I also stayed in because I was so yeah, sick. So you were ill. Thursday, I had Mean Girls prom, which was really, really fun. And then Friday, I just like chilled at a friend's house. And then I got sick on Saturday. So that's when I started staying in until today is Tuesday. But Anyway, I was going to ask you, I'll stop talking about me being sick, but I hope everyone like feels bad for me, of course. Um, I was going to ask you if you completed your fast. So in a way, yes. Um, we did. We decided to do 48 instead of 72. Okay. Um, the And I guess there's a, uh, it's like a TikTok trend now, or like there's a bunch of stuff on TikTok about doing a 72 hour fast. I haven't seen anything. Um, this is just what one girl said on Facebook that she's seen it on her, uh, for you page a bunch. But, um, I think the 72 is a little ambitious for our first fast. And the first day definitely sucked. Like the first 24 hours was miserable, which was when we recorded last week's up. Um, and then the second day at work, I definitely felt pretty foggy. But by the evening, I was like, all right, this is fine. I got we got 24 hours left. Like I can do this. Um, no big deal. And then Kyle came in from work feeling like absolute shit. And he was the one that cracked. He was like, I'm eating. I can't do it anymore. And I was like, well, the only reason <laughs> I'm doing it is because you're doing it. Um, so we ate uh third, yeah, Thursday night. Um, but it was nice. I mean, I feel like my appetite definitely shrank. Um, that's about all I've noticed so far. I mean, obviously I lost weight, but that wasn't like the goal. Yeah. You know, but it's a um, nice little side effect. Uh, yeah, you're not gonna complain. <laughs> I'm not complaining. <laughs> not gonna complain. Um, but don't fast just to lose the weight. Um, right. But it was, yeah. I mean, it was fine. It it sucks because you have to ease yourself back into eating. Like I can't just go to like Chipotle or something. We had to really be careful of what we were eating. Um, but it was good. I'd recommend. I think we're gonna try to do it like every couple months. That's so. what I was going to ask because people were asking on my live, I think, about your fast and I was talking mm -hmm. about it and, oh, someone was like, what would you eat or what do you eat? And I, I don't think you can just feast right away, right? Yeah, no, you can't. You're supposed to, um, you have to, you can't really eat meat the first like 24 hours because I guess it's harder for your stomach to break down. I don't fucking know. Um, so we just made basically like breakfast for dinner. We just did eggs, avocado and potatoes. No is... one loves breakfast like you and Kyle, <laughs> like literally <laughs> I <laughs> genuinely, like if I think of a, a meal to describe you and Kyle, <laughs> It's breakfast. Like, it's just I like a big American breakfast. Fucking love breakfast. I would eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's seriously so fucking good. Either like brunch. Oh my God. I have goosebumps. I have full body. <laughs> breakfast falls so low on my, it's my least favorite meal. What if you had to pick a meal to like, or what, what meal makes you think of me? Um, let me think. Probably, here. Like, fast food. <laughs> no, <laughs> the first thing that popped into my head was Ekiven from Baltimore, which I don't know why, but like that, like type of food, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, that is um, something people always miss, like, or ask what food I miss from Baltimore, and that is like my number one. I feel like like some like pickled veggies with like some rice, and like obviously yeah. you have issues with chicken, but. Something with like a good spicy sauce. Yeah. Um, okay. You're you're definitely like the queen of wraps on TikTok. I think. Yeah, I do love like I think I really love lunch, and nobody really talks you, about lunch, but yeah. I really like lunch. It's so hard going on trips with you because you're never passionate about like waking up and going to get breakfast. You're just like I'm just going to get a coffee. I'm like shut the fuck up. That is not true, Emily, you, and you know that, <laughs> and I don't want you like dragging my name like that. I when I'm hungover, I have trouble eating. So I have to just get like a I mean, I'll usually actually get food and not really eat it. Yeah. But I when have I ever complained about going <laughs> to the location and sitting? I'm always happy to sit. That's so true. No, you're right. You're right. But yeah, I'm not a good like stuff your face hungover person with because I can't really do that. 
But I mean, I feel like everyone else is, so it's never usually a problem. If I don't eat within, I mean, depending on what state state of hungover I am, if I'm like vomiting hungover mm-hmm. um, and like can't get out of bed, I want nothing to do with food. But if I don't get food within like the first hour of me waking up, I will just decline so quickly. It'll, it it's not, it's never good. Okay. You know? I feel like there is so much fucking food that I want to eat with you here, but I'm like, how do we not spend a million dollars, you know? So I'm I mean, trying to balance I'm, that. I'm budgeting to spend like millions of dollars. So that's fine. Okay. Because I was talking to Elena and she's like, we could cook like some meals. And I'm like, <laughs> unfortunately, my kitchen is like microscopic. Like, I don't even think I could make a meal for seven people in my kitchen. It would be so fun, though. I mean, like, we can. We absolutely can. And I was planning on getting, like, snacks and stuff. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. No, I'd prefer to actually eat out for every single meal. I mean, I feel like we'll end up eating out for most. But we'll see. I personally love eating out. It's, like, all I do. It's all I'm passionate about. So It's so fun just on the weekends to be like, oh, my God, let's do dinner and drinks and then Mm -hmm. just go out. Like, it's just the best. But it's so fucking expensive. It's horrible. Yeah. I, I feel bad. All our girlfriends here like went out last weekend in DC and they were doing dinner and drinks. And like I said, I was dry Januarying and also I can't I couldn't really drink because of my fast either. Um, because you have to you're supposed to give yourself, if anyone's doing it, if you're fasting for however many days, you're supposed to give yourself double the time to like kind of let your body recover. Mm-hmm. So I fasted for two days, supposed to give yourself like four days before you're really adjusted, which I didn't really listen to. But anyways, um, and they did dinner and drinks and I had so much FOMO. It's like the worst thing to miss with your girls. Sorry, that's probably hard for you to <laughs> no. <laughs> being kind I, of I'm used to it. I'm used to it now. But yeah, that is like what I those are the things that I miss the most, you know, like those kind of things. The just yeah. the kind of the girly, the girly events. Well, um, but it's we fine my girlies six, are coming here. Six full days. God, dinners yeah. and drinks. I can't wait. So um, many dinners and drinks. I wanted to. Can we revisit the Mean Girls premiere? Or sure, that was prom, not a premiere. Prom, that was just a a prom, and prom, it actually yes. was so much fun. Um, I brought my friend Tristan, who of course he's just like so much fun. And we at the first at first it was like a little bit weird, um, just because we didn't really like looking around. I didn't really know anyone or recognize anyone. And it, it's like the young Hollywood event. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And it was like looking really young. And I was like, okay, well, I don't really know <laughs> if I should be in this young Hollywood event because I don't, these people are all way younger than me. But then, so we were like sitting at a booth and it was, it was nice because I mean, the drinks are amazing. And we befriended the, uh, cocktail waitress or like the appetizer servers so mm-hmm. every single her name's gabriella we took a photo together and everything she's great um she would bring every tray to us first oh, and it was at this like five-star hotel so the food was delicious you know yeah. so tristan and i were just absolutely housing every single appetizer which was really fun but then one of Tristan's friends came over and they were like what are you doing in here like and we were basically we didn't know about a full other part of the bar where everyone was with like a bowling oh. alley anyway so then it was really fun and I like met a lot of really cool people we stayed a long time and yeah I like overshared to a bunch of people that I've known and looked up to for a long time so that's always fun <laughs> um Tristan ended up staying later than I did I left and I was like bye and he stayed and then yeah it was really fun I had a really good time. I'm like still I mean, so new to going to all these like to these events. So for me, it's fun to just meet people. It's not a work event if there's alcohol involved and you don't overshare, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And everyone I drove. So I only had like a drink or two over like the span of hours, you know, um, and then was just drinking water. But everyone else got really, really drunk, I feel like. Oh, that's so fun. You looked so fucking good. Like, I oh seriously God. could Thank not you. stop looking at the photos. Your hair? Thank you so much. It's a new curling iron I got I was, from T3. I was going to ask what the, the routine was for that. If it was your Dyson, your curling iron, what was happening? It was a curling iron with, like, a clip on it, and that was my first time doing that. So it was a little scary. but I, And I don't think I did it right, like, the mm-hmm. correct way, but... 
it still worked out. Um, but thank you. I um I also got a clamp curling iron for mm-hmm. Christmas and I am still trying to figure it out too. I have no fucking clue how it works. I like thought I had it figured out for New Year's, but looking back, I did not at all. I so. know I need to like watch a tutorial and actually learn because I was basically using it like as a wand and then just mm-hmm. clamping, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is definitely not like the goal of it so i don't know okay well should we briefly discuss the golden globes before we move on i would love to do you know the difference and i'm asking because i don't the difference between the golden globes and the oscars no god no i don't know the difference between anything okay because i know like uh ones what's what's the one for music oh my god why am i grammys grammys for music obviously I think mm-hmm. Emmy Emmy's just television. Maybe Oscars are just movies and Golden Globes are all encompassing. I did think Oscars were just movies, but then I didn't want to say because I didn't want to be wrong. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go out on a limb here. I was just so interesting because I I feel like like what's so special about the Golden Globes? Like we have the Oscars and the Emmys. I don't know. Whatever. Either way. I didn't I don't know anything, but I just like looking at people looking well, good. Well, I love, yeah, obviously seeing everyone like get dressed up and interact and everyone being in the same room. Um, obviously, in my book, and this is unbiased, but the best dressed person there was clearly Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. No one looked better than her. I don't know if I have a best dress. She did look so stunning, though, and I do think that that, like, silhouette of dress just looked so fucking good on her in the her- the green. Yeah, the green. Her hair looked fucking flawless, too. Like, yeah, so I'm glad good. she didn't do that. I'm kind of over her doing that like side bang swoop thing. But I mean, I understand it. At yeah. An awkward length of bangs. You have to do things that you wouldn't normally do. Mm-hmm. And I love it for her. But um, yeah, her hair looked amazing. Dress was amazing. Everyone was like trying to figure out what it means. And I was like, I think it's just a green dress, you guys. Wow. You're on that that side of being a Swifty. I mean, I'm always, like, happy to look into people's – or to, like, hear people's theories, but Mm -hmm. I think it's just a pretty green dress. No, yeah. I'll I'll side with you for once on this. Um, Everyone's everyone's saying her hair's extensions, and I don't believe that. I I didn't even think about it. I think it could have been. It was very, like, voluptuous. That's true. Maybe – I guess I was just thinking like extensions to add to the length. And then I was like, oh my God, does that mean she had extensions in the whole Eros tour? But that's not necessarily true. So yeah, okay, maybe it was a little bit, but. Just like volume, yeah, to add thickness to it. Um, I don't know though. I fucking hated Selena's dress. I didn't really feel passionately about it. I didn't like it though. I didn't like hate it though. Oh my God, it was actually atrocious i think she on was like <laughs> it was like the only outfit i really didn't like and i can only there's only like f- literally four women coming five women coming to mind right now but still it was not good at all yeah there wasn't anyone i saw that i was like what the fuck are you wearing i yeah i definitely didn't like love selena's look for sure but mm-hmm. I reposted a video of Hunter Schaefer's dress, which I think, like, wouldn't oh have looked as good. If- I didn't even know she was there. Oh, she looked so gorgeous, Emily. Um, but she had, like, a very – go to my repost on TikTok because it's, like, okay. actually looks very different in photos and videos. Mm-hmm. And it was such a wind. I don't know how, like, if they planned for this, but it was such a windy day. Mm-hmm. And it, like, was such a movement dress. It looked so pretty. Um, so I liked her look. Oh, my gosh. She looks like like a, a gorgeous a ghost. ghost. Yeah. 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 But I thought it was cool. She is so, like, high fashion. And I know. I just, you know like, what? she's someone I always want to see what she's wearing and, like, what she's doing, you know? She looks like a fucking fairy. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. It's bringing tears in my eyes. I am, for some reason, cannot stop getting Euphoria clips on my For You page. I don't know why. Um, just like little oh. snippets. Um, and I miss it so much. Ugh, gosh. Interesting. Yeah, we'll get it back in like, what, a couple years? Probably. Like five or six, maybe. Okay, cool. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, yep, it's going to be great. And then I guess we'll just – we'll really quickly talk about this because I feel like by the time this episode's out, like, no one's going to give a fuck. But um, the only, like, two significant things that happened were, like, how did you feel about the host jokes that people weren't liking? 
Uh, I mean, it, uh, I don't even even know what to say. It was just so fucking. An- it was just annoying. To me, it's kind of like the, like the Matt Rife thing, where it's like, no, I I'm not offended by it. I don't think Taylor was offended by it. It just like wasn't funny. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. That, I think that's that's all there is to say. Like because a lot of and then people are like, well, women can't take a fucking joke, and it's like, no, 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 tell a funny joke. You know, it's just that over and over again. Yeah, there. Oh, women can't take a joke, but. There was Ryan Gosling who didn't crack a smile at the Barbie joke. And everyone's like, oh, my God, we love that Ryan didn't (laughs) change his face because the Barbie joke wasn't funny. And I'm like, it's the same shit with Taylor. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And it's also like the joke that he told about the NFL, the NFL showing her a lot. Like what I, I just said this on live today, but it's like she's probably given a courtesy laugh to that maybe like the first time. Mm-hmm. And then maybe even the first five times, but it's like, it's such a low hanging fruit joke that's been told thousands and thousands of times now. So it's like, is she supposed to laugh at that? Like, I don't even understand. And it didn't even make sense because they were still showing her a lot. Yeah, of course. And like, of course, he knew that they were going to. So it doesn't really make sense to even write that joke. But OK, apparently, I feel like I saw it somewhere um, that he came out and just like apologized and he was like it was weird i don't know why I, either he wrote it or one of the writers wrote it he was like i don't know why it was even included um mm-hmm. i guess he felt bad about it but yeah i mean she included it in her uh times person of the year interview where yeah i guess the person brought it up and she was like i have no idea when they're showing me or when they're not unless she's on the jumbotron at the games like she has no clue so of course and she also yeah. has no control over it and also the nfl is like using her in a way, which is fine. Like yeah. that makes sense. But like I mean, the NFL loves Taylor. Nothing new. I mean, their viewership's up. So like of course they're gonna show her. But what is she supposed to even say about that? Like okay. Like, yeah. Nothing to say. No, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't like completely blame the host, I guess. I don't know what the what writing goes behind it and whatever. But well he And I also the- don't really even care. I just was like it was just interesting. It's just uh, just another just like Another typical little thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, apparently he threw the writers under the bus during his monologue, though, because people weren't laughing. I didn't watch the whole thing, by the way. My friends had like a viewing party and I really, really wanted to go, but I was sick. So I didn't go, which was a bummer. Yeah, um, yeah I guess he because I've only seen snippets on TikTok, but they weren't laughing at some of the jokes. So he threw the writers under the bus and was like the ones you're laughing at. I wrote. Mm. And it was, like, trying to, like, make that funny. But it was all around just extremely uncomfortable and awkward. Oh, my God. I mean, not that I would ever host anything. But, like, <laughs> I could never host anything. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't, I've never even heard of the man. I haven't either. But I guess, I don't know. I think most people have is kind of he, what I've He's a gathered. comedian, I think. Yeah. Whatever. I don't really keep up with the comedian, the comic world. Sorry. I don't either at all. I feel like you could, like, <laughs> name any comedian and I'm... Pretty much always not going to know who they are. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have, this is random, but I have three birthday parties this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Jeez. And Sunday, I, I just remember this because my cousin's a comedian. I had to do a, a murder mystery B-Day. So I got to do the full. And guess what I got for my character? Because I know that they don't listen. I can say this. I got like goldie gossip or something which is just like so me oh my god so (laughs) do you remember the murder mystery we did when we were in seventh grade yeah and i was the murderer wasn't i i think so i don't exactly remember but i what i do remember though is that i was sarah social and she was Mm -hmm. like the most like she was like the social butterfly my head yeah. has been so big ever since. I like, wow, this is such a compliment that I was given this part. No, that <laughs> I remember that and I was pissed about that because I think I was like, no, I know I was the murderer. I'm which pretty sure you were. I know I was because I was already like that at that time of my life. That was still elementary school, right? Or maybe middle. I think we were in middle, but hard to say. Either way, that was just like very much out of my comfort zone. And because I think I was still like very shy. And the last thing I would ever want is to like be the murderer, you know? Yeah. And I remember being like, fuck 
me like when I opened up my thing and you were like Sarah social and I was like I was probably like some dude who was the murderer do you remember I was gonna say do you remember your name because the names no. of the murder mystery games are so funny no I don't but yeah I'm Goldie Gossip but I guess it doesn't tell me if I'm the murderer yet maybe I don't know you are such a Goldie Gossip it's not even funny I know I was like wait yay this and I wonder perfect. if they gave me that on purpose probably not right um, no, I, I don't know it, anyone there, was. by the way. I don't know oh. anyone there. Don't know anyone. Full costume, full character. So do you that'll know, be fun. Do you know the B-Day person, obviously, right? Yeah, but it's like five people's B-Days. And I know just my one cousin who I've now met in our adult age three times. Oh, my God. So this is like a massive mur- murder mystery. And all the guests are mysteries as well. This is so exciting. Yeah. Well, I kind of... I don't know. It's easy for me to just be like, mm, I can't. But I, one, really like him, want to celebrate with him. Two, I was like, I don't know anyone, so I can just go full character, you know? I was going to say, does that make you want to be more or less in character, but more? Maybe not like more, but I don't know, though. I don't know. I'm like going through something because all of my friends here have such strong personalities and like force uh-huh. us to do these things. Like literally at dinner, like a game that we were playing was like giving a very specific character and you have to like improv it right away. So like <laughs> I'm being put out of my comfort zone a lot. So I'm yeah. just like, okay, I can, I can do a murder mystery party. Oh I can God. do that. That's so fun. Fuck. Maybe uh, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do for my birthday. And I'm mm-hmm. just going to like plan a classic like dinner and go out. Um, But that sounds so fun, but I want to do it in like a cabin mm-hmm. in the snow. So maybe I'll just wait. Maybe we'll hold off on the murder mystery. I can't believe I haven't orchestrated that with our friend group before. It's kind of like, I, yeah, I don't know. I used to be kind of anti, but I'm like, okay, I'm trying to just be like more open to just fun things, you know? I mean, imagine the boys. It would be so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I was about to say that I feel like they would hate it, but I actually think that, I think that they would really like it. Kyle, yeah. Doug, and Thomas would really like it. I think I think it would be really fun. Wow. All right. Well, maybe <laughs> well, I'll wait till you do that. Week. Maybe I'll wait till you're home one weekend and we can do it. We'll put that in the books you for don't 2024. Feel like you need to wait for me, Queen. To well, have your you're going to be our expert because you go to so many. So, right. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm always the murderer. So, right. You'll Love you'll that. know it's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else going on we want to talk about, or should we do advice? Um, not really. Uh, I guess the last thing was that I did finally start A Court of Thorns and Roses. Oh, good. I know there's been people begging me to start, and I did finally start. And the first book I did really like. Um, I think it was kind of cheesy a little bit the way it ended. I mean, it's great. It's like an extremely graphic book. And honestly, uh, they're supposed to turn it into a TV show or a movie. I don't know. I saw one TikTok about that. Mm -hmm. I think it would be horrifying. I mean, some of the shit that goes on is crazy. But I think I'm like back to being a full-blown fantasy genre loving person, you know? As you should. Like, we're just kind of reverting to our youth as we get older. Yeah. Did you see um, it was a trend on TikTok, like 10-year-olds having full-blown skincare routines like your sister and I back to reading bows and yeah frilly feminine girly stuff yeah that actually did really that tiktok did really take me back for a second and i was like holy shit that is just it's crazy but then i was like i started to think about it it kind of sent me into a spiral that specific video because i was like that's kind of always been that's always been life because i was like wait that's really sad but then i was like every little girl wants to be older and every older girl wants to be younger it's just gonna look different every time period yeah wow that was so poetic that's so true No, but it was like sending me into a bit of a spiral but i was like that that's always been a thing that's fine and like i do kind of want to defend the 10 year olds a little bit who are getting dragged to fucking filth for like being rude in sephora's and stuff just because I don't know. Like, I was probably being a bitch in Bath and Body Works. Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, Delia's. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I just get it. Like, I get why they want it. They're on the internet. They see the videos that we're seeing, so they want to be a part of it. But... Yeah, of course. We were... You and I were texting about this last night, but it is, like, crazy to imagine that they're going to have... 
Like these young kids are going to have full blown, like 30 second, 60 second, 90 second videos <laughs> to look mm -hmm. back on when all we had to do was look back on like cringy Instagrams with like cringy captions or bad tweets. And that was it. And now they're going to have like full, I mean, it's kind of cool. It'll be like a time capsule, but also horrible because it's on the internet. <laughs> yeah. We were saying like, I think a TikTok, like we have our vines that we've sent back and forth to each other that oh my are God, like yeah. cringy and funny. But it's not even in the same way of, like, TikTok and, like, posting trends. And I feel like teenagers almost share more. Like, they're very vulnerable about, like, things they're going through and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. I texted Emily and I was like, digital footprint for these people. Like, what are they thinking? And then I was like, I can't even say that. I can't tell anyone digital footprint when I'm posting what I'm posting. Um, right. But I also think, like, I've heard a lot about recently how – because people were talking about, I always think I'll be able to look back at these years of my life all on video, but I really don't necessarily think that that's a thing because I saw this one video about how like we're posting so much and putting so much into the world that I'm not going to be using the correct terms, but basically like it's the same as like we can't really get back into our old vines. Like I can't, you can I can't get back into like old accounts. Like I probably won't have access to this. Like my kids won't have access to these videos. Like because we're posting so much like pollution into the mm -hmm. internet space. It just I know gets that pushed there's back. better words for it. Yeah. But it's like we actually won't have this stuff. I mean, you don't know that for sure. No, I don't. But it made a lot of sense what they were saying because I was like, yeah, I don't have access to any of that old shit which is kind of yeah, nice God, there's so much stuff out there i mean i'm pretty sure i was i uploaded like a youtube video or two when i was younger can't get into them locked out of the account such a shame but yeah i know i know what you mean it's all in the void maybe it's for the best yeah for sure i don't really need i don't i can't even watch my old tiktoks from anywhere more than a year ago like so i don't i don't want them personally yeah. all right well um should we get into it yes um i can start if you would like yeah i would love that actually okay here's an advice my mom hates my boyfriend a little background i'm about to turn 26 and he just turned 27 and we've been together for three and a half years he's literally perfect in every way smart funny great job own apartment wants the same things in life as me my mom agrees he's a great guy but doesn't think he's a great guy for me we have very different interests and have a playful relationship that to others often looks like bickering. We like to instigate and push each other's buttons, but never in a hurtful or mean way. We're planning on moving in together when our leases are up this June. I truly see myself marrying this man, and it's hurtful when my mom says that she doesn't like him and doesn't think he's a good match for me. From what I can tell, no one else has this issue with him, and my friends all think he's great. How do I get my mom to see our relationship the way that everyone else does? Or how do I come to terms with the fact that my mom will probably always think I'm with the wrong guy? Thanks in advance for your help. Love you to death. Um, Sorry, I'm transparently spaced just a smidgen. Does her mom have explicit reasons for not liking him? No, she just says that they're not a good match. Hmm. <laughs> uh, how do I politely say this? Uh. Oh. No, I was just going to say, like, okay, mom, mind your business. I don't know. Like, you're not dating him. She basically was like, how do I get her to like him? Or how do I get – or how do I come to terms with her not liking him? It seems like she's just not going to like him. Because if there's really not anything significantly wrong and no one else feels this way, then, like, I don't, I don't know what else you can do to make her like him. Yeah, I definitely think, obviously, moms have really good intuition and – are very protective of their kids. So like there could be a good reason behind it, but because everyone else likes him, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Yeah. I think she should freaking ask her mom about it. What's the deal? Well, it sounds like they've kind of talked about it too because she was just like, and she said her mom thinks that he is a great guy, but not a great guy for her. And it's like, what I does that mean? Does she want to fuck him? What's happening? <laughs> that's what I, I don't, I feel like it's like a little bit of a, not not a her wanting to fuck him thing, but maybe like a her not ready for her daughter to be married and like living with a man, you know? Oh, yeah. Like she doesn't, yeah, doesn't want to let her baby go. Maybe that's it. Because she gave Weird. the perfect in every way list of like being somewhat, you know, on his feet, successful, like yeah. kind, whatever. So it's like anything would be a reach, I feel like. Yeah, that's a it's a really strange way for her mom to go about 
that too, if that is the case. I don't know. Um, I think there's nothing that can be done, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, two sides to every story. Of course, we need her mom on the pod. Right. If you wouldn't <laughs> mind sending your mom uh, the Zoom, or we can just send her mom the Zoom link. Have yeah. Her in. Um, pop in. I, especially because it's been three and a half years. There's no, yeah. there's nothing's going to change that. If it because had been even like six first, months to a year, be yeah. different. Yeah, exactly. I think that it's probably more the second question of just like, how do you come to terms with it? And I feel like as long as you're happy and as long as you know that he's like a good guy and everyone else feels mm -hmm. like he's a good guy, then I feel like you're fine. And like, I don't understand the whole not being a great match for you because she said like they're just very different. But it's like mm -hmm. you can be different than your partner. I don't really understand that. I would fully be like knocking my mom's door down being like, why? Like give me – like I need an explicit reason. Yeah, and it sounds like they have open communication. So that that's worth a shot. And then if yeah. it's like – if it's ridiculous, then I feel like you just have to kind of move on with that fact because it's just – it doesn't make sense. So whatever. Yeah, that's shitty though. I it just like have to deal with. I don't really understand. All right. Moving on? Yeah, sure. I don't really have much else to add. Tell your mom to go kick rocks. No, <laughs> don't actually do that. All right. Uh, hey, girlies. I've been listening to the pod since the beginning. Love you guys and your content. It's a highlight of my Thursdays. I have a friendship breakup story I wanted to share because I think it was crazy and I want to hear what you guys think. I had a best friend in high school. We'll call her Ashley. And we went to colleges just two miles apart. After college, we moved home with our parents for a year to save up and plan to get an apartment together. While living at home, this was August of 2020, I started dating a guy, we'll call him Jeff, and we were very serious. Spoiler alert, he's now my fiance. A couple months later, Ashley started dating a guy also named Jeff. The names being the same becomes important later. <laughs> By the springtime, Ashley and I had found an apartment that was everything we wanted, but the lease was longer than expected. It was a year and a half versus one year. I told her my issue with the timeline. I only wanted to be in the apartment for a year since Jeff and I were planning to live together the following year. She, she was happy for us and told me we'd figure out a sublease for my room when I got closer to that time. So I signed the lease with her and we had a great first few months living together. In October of 2021, Ashley's Jeff broke up with her and it became Nightmare City. She did not handle it well, which I totally sympathized with because we've all been there. Her other friends and I took shifts being at the apartment with her because she couldn't stand to be alone. The trickier part for me was that my boyfriend's name became forbidden. I wasn't allowed to say Jeff's name at all around her since it reminded her too much of her ex. I couldn't have my Jeff over anymore because she couldn't stand seeing us together. When I would go to Jeff's for the weekend and come back, she'd ask how my weekend was. I would have to just reference things we did as quote unquote we to avoid saying his name at all costs. It became a lot. Fast forward, it's February of 2022, and Jeff and I are starting to look for our new apartment. I told Ashley that we were looking, showed her photos of ones we liked, and tried to be very open about our search. When Jeff and I did find one we loved, we applied and we were accepted, and I told Ashley the news. She completely cut me off. She claimed I was leaving her all alone and that I was doing and what I was doing was unfair. She immediately decided our eight-year friendship was over. What didn't make sense to me was that this was the plan the whole time. I even could show her the text where we talked about the sublease. She did many other petty things in my remaining time there that I won't get into. But in summary, she didn't let us find a sublet, so I was stuck paying rent and my half of utilities I wasn't there for. Jeff and I moved in together, got engaged, and our wedding is in May this year. I haven't heard from her since the last time I saw her in that apartment. Do you see anything wrong in this that I could have done? Do you see anything in this that I could have done wrong? Or was she just in a bad place because of her breakup and has never wanted to fix things? Would love to hear your thoughts. All the best. Oh my gosh. When when she got to the name part, I also laughed out loud the first time that I was reading this. I was like, that's fucking crazy. That's such a bummer because I like, yes, I understand like not being able to hear the name, but it's like it because it's the same name, you have to like get over it. Like if she was talking about her actual ex, like yeah, then, yeah, but like, like she's two different to say connotations. Names, names. It's crazy. Um, I don't think you did anything wrong at all. No, I think like I understand she probably was like thought sh she was going through something, so maybe mm -hmm. like that previous conversation wasn't still gonna stay the same. But it's like you guys had yeah. come to that agreement, and just because her plan changed and her like life changed doesn't mean that yours did unfortunately I don't think you did anything wrong it's just like it's just the kind of thing of being really sensitive in a in a breakup yeah but to end like eight years of friendship over something like that 
is so crazy to me. Like I, there's, ha there has to be more to it. Well, I'm hoping she like comes to her senses a little bit. Cause I feel like sometimes you, when you're feeling like the angry feelings of a breakup that can translate in other parts of your life yeah, without meaning to. So hopefully like once she is healed, she'll be able to be like, I'm sorry that I was acting like that, but that also requires a lot of like reflection. And I don't know if she's capable of that or not. I mean, if she couldn't even hear her ex-man's name. I do. Okay. Hot take. I do kind of sympathize with the like, when you go through a breakup, like no one even says this out loud, I feel like, because it's, it's literally so stupid. But like when you're in the middle of like a really bad breakup, like, I fucking hate seeing couples. I hate seeing people in love. I like, and it sounds stupid. I don't want to hang out with my friends in relationships. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily like you, but because that just feels different. But like, you do feel like that for a little bit because you're just like, fuck, fuck that. Like, why, why is this happening? No, I think that's also completely valid. Like that I think is totally fucking fine. And I think that's so normal. Mm -hmm. I used to like... I mean, obviously, I don't feel like this anymore, but, like, I would be walking on the street and see a couple holding hands, and I'd be like, fuck you. Like, literally, you fuck would, you. You would literally text us. And yeah. And you'd be like, just walked past a fucking couple holding hands, ruined my fucking day. And then it's like, when you are finally moved on from a breakup, it's like, oh, like, they're so sweet. Like, right. Aw. Then it actually makes you happy. Yeah, I love seeing love. I mean, I wish I could have some of it. God fucking damn it. But it's fine. Um, do you think in this situation that the girl who wrote in should reach out? I think, like, if you're trying to salvage your friendship and you would like her to be a part of your wedding, I don't know. I mean, it depends on, like, how much she hurt you or upset you. If you're willing to kind of just swallow your pride and be like, hi, I miss you. Like, we always say that. Like, I always feel like if there's someone that is really important to me, I, like, never would really mind sending that first initial Yeah text unless they like really did something to fuck me up you know I was looking back at the timeline because I thought this was I thought that the girl's boyfriend broke up with her in the fall of this past year but it was 2021 so then she moved in with her man in 2022 and they still have not spoken almost a year later oh that's a long time then so I don't I think they're past might be past the point in that of that okay I wasn't picturing that long of time it's it sounded like maybe I don't know. It's like, like a convenience friendship. I don't know. Because if it's been a year and you guys haven't spoken, then what was her it final sounds like it's for the question? Best. She's not looking to rekindle, is she? Or she's just no, asking. she's not. I just had a point of conversation. Um, yeah. she just wanted to make sure that she didn't do anything wrong and she was trying to figure out why her friend would end her, their friendship over something like that. And I would yeah. definitely blame it on the place she was in during a breakup. I agree. I and then some, yeah, sometimes that bitterness it just makes you act a little fucking crazy she might I have known I, that's not it's not justified at all like you can't act that way as a grown adult you cannot act that way towards your friends the things that I was saying like I was feeling were just like in my head you know what I mean I never like mm -hmm. acted on those things and made anyone mm -hmm. feel bad but you can't yeah you can't just like go crazy on your best friend because they happen to be in a relationship with a guy with the same name <laughs> that is <laughs> Like, yeah, triggering uh, as fuck. Yeah, I'd be pissed. But, like... I hope they didn't actually mad. have, like, a generic name because, like, she could be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somehow we've been dating white men all these years and we just haven't had the same same name. Um. Yeah, well, thank God. Thank God for that. I've never dated a Kyle in my life. And I hope you don't have to. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Kyle heard that and he just said, uh-huh. From the other room. <laughs> they just need to come up with more names. Yeah. Our, like, our parents, like, this generation, they just weren't creative. Do you know how many fucking Emilys there are? Mom? Well, that was, like, the name of the year. Ugh. For, like, 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I like my name, but god damn, there's so many. It is a really pretty name, but that was, like, the name in class that there was, like, five Emilys. Yeah. Ugh. And, like, for someone as, like, unique and special as me, it's hard totally. to stand out when... There's five of us in one room. Well, I'm kind of glad I made the the cat transition because Catherine, I wasn't really fucking with that. Really? I fuck with Catherine. I, I like the way it's spelled. I like that it's a K. If it's a C, I would feel really uncomfortable in my shoes. I'm so glad. And as your friend, it would also like 
make me extremely uncomfortable and that you spell it Y-N too. That's so important to me. It's like, I can't even, I put it into words. Yeah. How I'm right that such, such a K and I'm such a Y-N, not an E-R-I-N-E. Oh God. That's gross. No can't offense even. to all of our Catherines, of course. They um, put that, the C and the I-N-E probably fits them. Uh, yeah. I agree. You know what I mean? I also think that, I'm no, I'm really grateful to my mom for not letting me go by Katie because I think that's a oh, slippery yeah. slope. Because Cat wasn't even really a nickname. Like, no one would have called me Cat in elementary school, but then mm-hmm. that started in middle school. But, like, people did try to call me Katie, and my mom was like, fuck now. There's um, there's a cat in Iron Flame, and I, it's kind of a spoiler. Her full name is – well, actually, no, I don't want to Okay, don't it. tell me. I know. I was like- – Okay, I won't say anything. I'm reading a book in between as like a cleanse. It's like a really short, quick mm-hmm. book, and then I'm gonna read Iron Flame. I wasn't. I didn't want to push you. I didn't want to ask where you were at. Um, but that's good to know. I'm glad well, to hear that because yeah. I have been like doom scrolling on Reddit because I just like need to consume as much content as possible. Uh, Court of Thorns and Roses has definitely been helping, and now I'm like full-blown like fairies and kind of off the dragons so it's definitely been helping but it's still there i do want to read are you not allowed to say akatar like do you have to say a court of thorn and roses i don't know i got nervous that's why i said (laughs) yeah okay i i've been nervous too so i don't know but like i've been scared to start because brooke hated the first book so much but loved 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 like couldn't stop talking about the second book and i'm like i don't really want to read a book that i'll hate the first one but then other people said they liked it, so I'd probably uh, be fine. I yeah, I actually I'm only like I'm like 50 pages into the second book right now, and I'm so nervous to keep going because I have seen Brooke posting about it, and obviously my aunt told me it's her favorite book of the whole series, and mm-hmm. everyone else says it, it's the best book they've ever read, and I'm so nervous for what it's going to do to me. Um, mm-hmm. But the, I the first one was fine. I think things happen kind of quickly. Like I feel like there's definitely some plot holes where I was like, what the fuck. Well, I also think. Brooke is, like, such a big reader that mm-hmm. sometimes books I love, she's, like, hates. So I think I could also just like it. And, like, I'm kind of like you where I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fucking book about fairies. Like, of course, there's going to be plot holes. It's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the second book, like, entirely changed Brooke's life. And we went to see Poor Things the other day. And oh, I, I really want to like, see that. I was on my absolute deathbed when we were leaving the theater like i was it was coming out of both ends oh god and we had to go to into barnes and noble because brooke wanted to lay eyes on the limited edition version of (laughs) shut the fuck up yeah but i mean i told her it was fine and honestly the barnes and noble atmosphere did help me kind of it's just it was a good vibe that place is so special like Mm -hmm. magic happens in that store the smell like kind of helped my my illness Wow. They have good lighting in there, too. It's, like, very – it's bright but calming, you know? Mm -hmm. But it was in the Grove, so it was, like, very chaotic, the Grove during the holidays. It's kind of like the Disney World of malls, if you want me to take you there. Oh, God. I'm I'm intrigued with that description, but it sounds so scary. If we do end up seeing Mean Girls, we can go there. Has Brooke read Fourth Wing? Have you put that on her list of to-do for books? It's – it's on her list. Yeah, I think okay, she's cool. going to do that after A Court of Thorn and Roses. Also, Poor Things was really good, if anyone wants to see that. Emma Stone is so amazing. She won a Golden Globe for it. I saw. So, it's such yeah. a weird... I haven't seen anything by the director. So I guess like a lot of people knew what to expect, like a, it being very weird, which I feel like really weird, like off-putting movies are really in right now. Mm-hmm. Not in. I guess they've always been kind of in, but it's just like not what I'm normally going to see. And it's really, it's super interesting. I've never seen anything like it, but it was really good. I like didn't see any promo for it. The only thing I saw was when I went to our uh, local theater in Annapolis, there was like one little stand-up billboard thing for it. Um, A cardboard cutout, sorry, of Emma Stone. And that was it. I like never saw a trailer. I have no idea what it's about. I can tell you what it's about because it's not a spoiler. It's about like... Uh, I guess it kind of is a spoiler. I won't tell Isn't you. It, it's like a rom-com kind of, right? But a weird rom-com. That's how Emma described it in her Golden Globe. Uh, I mean, like a rom-com meets like Frankenstein and like, oh. like 
crazy weird shit like um lots of okay i will say trigger warning lots of slicing lots <gasps> of like organs what? like i had to close my eyes a lot oh i will not be able to watch that with kyle he cannot do that shit at all no brooke and i were fully like covering and oh, megan God. too we we're all covering our eyes and like the sounds too really like crazy Huh. Okay. Well, I'm intrigued. I'll add that to the list. The other movie that we haven't even discussed at all or talked about, texted, nothing, uh, Saltburn. Oh, yeah. I watched it. You did? Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. Why didn't you tell me? I haven't seen it yet either, but I basically like I, – I know the gist of it, or at least I know the surprising parts that I guess people had no idea what to expect. I hear it's like a porno, basically. I was about to say – I, I know you see a lot of movies with your mom and poor things would seem like one to see with your mom, but a lot of fucking. Oh, good to know. That's actually really, really good to know. Lots of fucking. We were just talking about that at work, like movies you go to see with your parents or like your siblings. And then it's basically people full blown like P and V the whole time. <laughs> and you had no idea. Yeah, it's, it's a lot in that one for sure. And like, it seems like one that I would go see with my mom. Like, we both love Emma Stone. Like, mm -hmm. it just feels like something mm -hmm. I would do. So that's a trigger warning. Um, Saltburn, I fully watched by myself on Amazon um, in my living room here when I got back from Christmas break. Um, right. And yeah, I liked it a lot. I didn't, I wasn't like very... It didn't change my life in any way. Like, it didn't make me rethink things. I wasn't like, that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was kind of just like, yeah, I liked it. Wow, this is such a fresh and, like, a fresh and clear perspective of the movie because everyone that I talk to about it, they're like, oh, my God, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. My coworkers, that's it. Those are the only people I've talked to about it, but still. Well, if you already know about the weird parts, and I feel like everyone does, we can just discuss them really quickly. One, I don't, I don't know the weird parts. I just know that there's a oh. lot of sex in it. That's it. That's all I know. I wouldn't I'm gonna even say it. that there's a lot of sex in it. Really? There's okay, a lot well, of like weird. There's a couple weird sexual acts. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's pause, and I will watch it before next week's episode, and so will everyone else listening, and then we can all discuss next week. Okay. You didn't hear about the bathtub scene. Nope. Okay, because I just kept hearing bathtub scene, but I didn't know what it was. I wasn't that taken aback by that. But is anyway, anything that's all like, I'll say. Is there anything like gross? Like, am I going to be like grossed out? No. No gore? I watched by, I watched by myself and I was completely yeah. fine. Okay, cool. I like... Poor, I, thing, poor things, yes. Salt burn, no. Wow. Would have never guessed that. If someone held a gun to my head, I'd be dead if I had to pick. No, I. there's no... No. There's I mean... Some... I, Maybe, maybe to other people, but I don't, there wasn't really anything like disgusting. No, no. Uh, yeah. I, I know your, your likes and dislikes. So, okay. I, I understand. And I have a weak stomach and I hate yeah. horror movies. So yeah, that's why I'm surprised. Um, okay. I don't even know how we got here, but I will read <laughs> A Court of Thorn and Roses <laughs> and I will read Iron Flame as soon after I finish my cleanse book. My cleanse book is called I'm a fan and it's about this girl who's like obsessed with the girl that her the guy she's wants to be with is also fucking so she like oh. stalks her so it's about a woman stalking another woman which is kind of interesting it's short um anyway <laughs> okay I am gonna do a story now Hi, y'all. Love the pod so much. I'm a relatively new listener and decided to go back and listen to all of your old episodes. And the story you told in episode five about a guy quoting Bernard the Elf during sex reminded me of something similar that happened to me. Freshman year, I started seeing a guy I'd been into for months. And one of our first times hooking up, he looked at me, poked the big mole on my neck and said, moly, 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 mole. <gasps> <laughs> I found out years later that that's a bit from Austin Powers, but at the time I thought it came out of nowhere. It gave me such a bad ick. I legitimately questioned my feelings for him despite having wanted him all year. Anyways, we've been together almost seven years now and we're getting married in July. Said mole has also since been removed. So glad I didn't end things because he's the love of my life, but he almost ruined it right there and then. Love you guys. Oh my god i thought it was also from the dome as well i have maybe seen like 20 minutes of austin powers and i was 12 i would never know no i would never know anything about and, austin powers i would never know that that's a quote 
And that's on him because that's not like a well-known quote. And also just stop quoting. I think that's the title of that episode. Stop quoting movies during sex. Yeah. Stop it. Don't quote movies during sex, I think. I... I like the problem with me is I could never just let that slide. I'd be like, what did you say? And why did you say it? Like, that's actually so true. Yeah. Cause she, I guess she just was like, all right, moving on. But maybe like mid hooking up, I get it. One of your first times hooking up, you like him. Yeah. You just let it slide. I mean, I might do that too. I don't know. That's a full, full blown intrusive thought that he let slide out. I'm convinced. Yeah, but I would, like, think the same as her. Like, that's just an intrusive thought. Like, moly, moly, mole. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> that's something I would, like, text you guys after and be like, it was good, but, like, what the fuck? I would probably be like, oh, my God, he's so silly and goofy. I love it. <laughs> I think it would, like, upset me. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, like, even if, like, I mean, Kyle and I have been together for so long now even if he did that i'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you it's so strange i'm so it's so funny that they like ended up together i love that that is a very special part about that Mm -hmm. but but goddamn i just think i mean the quotes of the quoting of the movies needs to stop it all comes back to it like you just cannot be with a straight man without it affecting your life in some way the quotes and yeah, it, it's a crazy fucking impact. Ugh, ugh. I've like had to catch myself a few times. Quoting like, repli- things, replying. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, know when to do it and know when to stop doing it. Yes, the stopping is the most important part. Because mm-hmm. really, like when, when there's a group of them together, they could really go all day. Yeah, when I lived with three boys, we had mm-hmm. a rule. We had a rule in our house that they couldn't quote. Anything from I Think You Should Leave, which is Tim Robinson's little uh, sketch mm-hmm. show most people are familiar with. Um, they couldn't quote it before noon because I just couldn't – I just couldn't – I couldn't do it before noon because yeah. it, it, it was all fucking day. Like they would walk in and greet each other with the quotes rather than just being like, what's up? It was crazy. It was madness. <laughs> I'm, I do miss it though. Yeah. Um. All right. Are we ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one's honestly kind of geared towards me. Okay. So I figured you either I don't think you're gonna have much to say, but that's fine. Way. Okay. Um, hi girls, love the pod. Can't wait for Thursdays and missed you guys during the holidays, but hope the time off was everything you needed it to be. I've been dating my boyfriend for three and a half years now, and recently was at a family party of his where all the women pointed out how tired I looked. It wasn't tired, so slay. Thanks, girls, but not the point. His family was talking about getting hunting licenses, and I was very uncomfortable as I don't like the idea of killing animals. I'm fully a meat eater, and I understand how food gets to the plate, but in my mind, it's icky, and I'm very against guns. I always knew his family hunted, but my boyfriend can be pretty lazy, so I never thought he would actually go do it. I also knew his family as a part of the NRA, and they own guns, but I always kind of assumed he knew my strong stance, and it wouldn't affect us. Anyways, after the party, I told him how I won't ever have a gun in my house and can't be with someone who hunts. The idea of killing animals just sickens me and is not something I can get past. I basically told him that I don't want to ask him to change his lifestyle, but I can't be with someone who wants to own a gun or hunts. Essentially, it ended in lots of tears from both of us because I kind of am giving him an ultimatum. Do you think I'm asking too much? In my opinion, it's my morals that I don't want to change and I've always felt this way. He feels hunting is a way to bond with his family and his dad and his grandpa are game hunters and they go hunting around the world. He said he would change, but now I fear he will resent me for this. Not sure what to do or think and need your help. Sorry, I guess that's kind of an advice. I went backwards. That's fine. But, I mean, I guess you can you can give your take, of course. Um, I've talked about this on here before, but Kyle's a really, really, really big hunter and I freaking hate it. Like, I don't like it. It's not my favorite hobby, but I, there's like, it just, it happens. Like, I, I just let it happen. I wouldn't say he's, like, a really, really big hunter, though, would you? Like, he does it, like, a couple, like, he doesn't do it every weekend. That's true. He doesn't do it every weekend. Um, But, like, I'd say, like, honestly, in the fall and winter, almost, like, every other. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes during the week, too. But, I mean, we've kind of set down, set, like, some, like, rules. Like, I don't really want to hear about it, how it happened. I don't see photos 
Um, I don't really want to know anything about it. Mm -hmm. I just end up having a bunch of meat in my freezer, which is like the same that we get at the grocery store. But I, I think in her case, like I totally understand where she's coming from. The thought of like killing animals is so fucking sad. It's horrible. Um, but I just try to justify it. Like there's so many fucking deer out there. Um, so just think that like maybe the deer that he shot would have killed someone in a car accident. There's one way to phrase it. I tell myself that. Um, and the gun thing, I mean, yeah, I'm totally on her side for that. I, I don't like the guns, but yeah, sometimes they can be helpful. Like You are you, like, you are the right person to give advice on this. I don't I just know think, if I would date someone that, that hunts transparently just because I don't know. I guess maybe I would. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm personally like really scared by it. And I think there's a difference between like, someone who I don't know I personally couldn't kill an animal so I have a hard time with like I would maybe have a hard time dating someone who could no judgment at all of course yes. for like Kyle or anybody I I mm -hmm. totally get it and I eat animals I get it it's a circle of life but I think there's also a difference like if someone's like really fucking annoying about it and like flaunting mm -hmm. it like posting dead animals like I don't like any of that and obviously Kyle's never – Kyle doesn't even, like, talk about it really. He's never talked about it to me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's a difference. I absolutely agree with you. And I think because he has so many other hobbies that it's, like, not the only thing he does that it doesn't bother me that much. I mean, he's a big outdoorsman. Like, he fishes as well. Mm -hmm. um, so – I don't know. And I think there's a difference in like hunting something that you're going to use, like something that's going to like serve a purpose in your life to like feed yeah. you. Um, I think the people that hunt animals for like trophy, I think that's horrible. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, definitely. I'm not on board with that. But I don't know. We were watching um, the TV show Alone. Have mm -hmm. you seen that? Um, we were watching that over our Christmas break one night and the guys are very like every time the men and women when they would have to like kill an animal they were very like thank you so much for what you're giving me like I'm so sorry I have to Aww. do this to you blah 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 and I was like there's no way you do that and he was like I do like they're like obviously like get like they have to die in order for quote-unquote us to live like not necessarily but like it's not like we're just letting their death like go to waste you know yeah so, I mean if you're what, eating it that's also different yeah yeah, and I mean, if you she eats meat, so like it's not like she's fully vegan. I think that'd be a completely different conversation. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I think if it's something he wants to do, I don't know. Well, I to me, it makes me feel better that he's like, I just want to spend time with my family and do this, and not like obsessed with it. I don't know. Also, it's just it, it comes down to whether you feel like you can. Like obviously, Emily's saying she doesn't like it, but she can understand it and there's compromises of like just not talking about it not seeing mm -hmm. photos that kind of thing yeah like, it just depends on whether you can like be okay with it honestly it yeah and it doesn't like get in the way of like our plans and our time together because like i mean he will hunt super early in the morning so like by the time i wake up he's usually back i mean it ironically he's going out of town this weekend on a hunting trip oh yeah <laughs> Which is funny. Um, but I don't really know like what what they're looking for. I don't really I have no idea. Um, so yeah, I just think that there's if it's something that he is adamant about, I mean, it seems like he's the boyfriend's like, I don't need to go, you know what I mean? Which is great. I feel like that's something you don't really get very often yeah. in them. But I Luckily, think Luckily I don't think I'll have to deal with that here <laughs> in LA. Yeah. But they don't hunt like the mountain lions and coyotes out there <laughs> no so yeah no it's like i feel like here the mm. <laughs> like the version of golfing obviously there is actual golfing too but like with the men that i've dated it's like surfing yeah like they have to spend they have to spend hours of the day surfing and i have to watch huh. or wait i never thought about that and which doesn't really bother me at all yeah, and, and, none, and, none of them, and none of them are my actual boyfriends. So, like, right. I actually don't have a say. Right, 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 right. I just think at the end of the day, there's compromise. If you are worried about him resenting you, I think there is there's a compromise that can be found there. And the meat that you're eating, respectfully, those animals were probably mistreated. True. But not the, not the ones that your man will bring to your table. 
So I'm respectfully like, <laughs> I don't want my man bringing a deer to my table personally because I don't. <laughs> I don't really want to eat deer. I the cost of meat is so fucking expensive nowadays. I'm not kidding. We have saved so much money because Kyle's hunting career this fall and winter. It's crazy. I would say I don't even spend money on meat, but I just spend money on Uber Eats meat. So right, and that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, I need to stop Uber Eatsing because um. What was it? Oh, Saturday. I Uber Eats my normal 15 um, wings from Wingstop, but I accidentally pressed fucking bone in, which I don't eat. Oh, God. So I couldn't eat them. So then I ordered Pizza Hut because I really wanted wanted cinnamon sticks. Um, But then I didn't like my pizza because I got garlic sauce instead of red sauce. I was kind of going, you know, thought that could be good not good um so then i really only liked my cinnamon sticks so then i just felt like shit because i spent hundreds of dollars and i didn't (laughs) eat any of it and i was like what what am i gonna do and now it's just all still in my fridge and it made me you know when you have like such a pit in your stomach about like one wasting food and two wasting money i was just like feeling and i didn't even have an appetite to eat it because i was just like i hadn't ate all day because i was so sick and i was like maybe i should try to eat something I wasn't even hungry. So I, well, I did have the cinnamon sticks, though. And I'm sure they were delicious. They were really good. I'm really glad so that fine. you could get that off your chest. I'm so sorry that you went through that. You're really keeping Uber Eats in business. I know. I can't wait to go out when we're in L.A. and then Uber Eats so much fucking food when we get home. Woo! The crazy thing is, is that when you Uber Eats McDonald's, 10 minutes. Shut the fuck up. That's unheard of. I did it at I did it the night of Mean Girls prom at like 2 a.m. because I was on the phone with Tristan. And then I was like, I'm actually starving because all I had was those appetizers. And I ordered it came in 10 minutes. Oh my God. Wow, I can't wait. I mean, it oh. might be different on the weekends, but like No, it'll come in 10 minutes for us. And it I'm literally sure says 10 minutes. It says 10 minutes for Taco Bell, 10 minutes for McDonald's. Oh, I'm fucked. I'm so fucked. I don't even know what we're doing, but like, I'm sure I'll get drunk. Oh my God. Yeah. Every night. Oh my God. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. And I love that like everyone knows about it. Everyone keeps asking me about it. Oh my God. All your friends there? <laughs> no, like um, my followers that, and the podcast <laughs> listeners. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> They're like, when do the girls get here? And I'm like, oh my God. Almost so soon. It's like Christmas in January. Um. Okay, you guys. I think that that is all for today thank you so much for listening and i love you that's really all yeah um you love me or you love them or you love i love you i love them as well oh cat yeah thanks for hanging out you guys love you all all in pieces bye bye